Welcome to the new segment of the Unyielded, Thriving No Matter What podcast, Rise and Thrive. I'm your host, Bobby Kaler. I wanted to create a super short segment that would be fuel for you so that you can make the absolute most out of this week that you've been given. Let's dive in to today's episode. Today, I want to start with a yellow flag. Be very careful of the answers that you lock into. What I've observed is that very often in life, we lock into an answer, to an answer and then we protect that answer. Here's an example. This was years ago. I was teaching a workshop and at break, a number of people were standing around chit-chatting and one of the women said to me, hey, I wanted to ask you something. Earlier, you made a comment about how you used to have a bad back. What did you do for it? I shared what I had done, which was essentially to cut out processed carbs and refined sugars. In fact, I just have to say my results were pretty dramatic. Before starting this new way of eating, my back was so bad that it was a struggle to even put my socks on in the morning. After we started eating in this new way, however, within one week, my back pain was gone. In fact, my back, my back felt so loose and fluid, it was, kinda, it, was, it was truly amazing. And as I was sharing this with Cindy, another woman who was standing nearby said, Well, my husband has a bad back and it must be way worse than yours because he he used to play a lot of sports and there's nothing he can do about it. And now maybe all that is true. I have no idea what her husband's back was like or anything, anything else. But do you hear how the answer that they have arrived at leads to, to the conclusion that nothing can change, that there's nothing they can do about his bad back? And in that case, they don't need to look any further, right? Because they have the answer, so the search is over. The inherent problem is that once we think we can't change something, we don't work to change it. And then nothing will change. I'll never forget when my mom was in the final few months of her life. Her body it was completely ravaged by the disease, and she had cancer. On top of that, she had a few vertebrae in her back that had some very slight fractures in them. And I, she had to wear a brace and I just absolutely cannot imagine how painful it was. And her one doctor told her that it would be best if she would still get up and move around and nothing wild, mind you. I mean, but simply getting up and walking around a little bit would help. And this woman who had to be in just screaming pain and who was terribly ill, made it a point every day to get outside and walk in their driveway. And this was before Fitbits and the like. So she counted her steps every day. She went out three times a day and did this. At first, the most that she could stand was about 20 steps at a time. After about a month, however, she would proudly email me that she was up to 500 steps each time. She also started telling me that the pain wasn't as bad and that it was giving her and dad more time to spend together. So did it change the ultimate outcome for her? Probably not, but it did change the quality of the time that she had left. It made that time better. And according to her doctor, it probably gave her a little bit extra time. Now, of all the things that my mom did in her life, this might be the thing that I admire the most. Never quitting on herself, even in the face of defeat. I think actually that was one of the great lessons that my mom taught me. There is always, and I mean always, another answer or another way or another option, as long as you keep looking for it. 
That was one of her great skills in life. Which brings me to a pivotal question that I ask myself. Is the answer that I'm locking into opening me up to more possibilities or is it shutting down possibilities? If it's shutting down possibilities, then I need to look for a different answer. Or at the very, very least, I need to challenge that answer. So how can we challenge an answer? The first and most important thing to do is to build awareness. We have to recognize when we are landing on an answer and then we need to test it as I described above. Is this answer creating new possibilities or is it shutting down possibilities? We have to build this in. Otherwise, we end up on a bit of automatic pilot and we will never recognize how these things are dictating the course of our life. So if we test it and we notice that we are shutting down possibilities, then it is worth really digging into this and searching for, is there another answer or are there more possibilities than I am seeing right now? And here's a hint. There almost always are. So here are three strategies that you can use. Number one, re-examine the situation before you. Is there a different way to frame it? Have you fully explored all of the options? Have you eliminated some options because you don't like them? Now on this note, (laughs) I have to share that when I was having those really bad back problems and, and Rick did some research, you know, he came back with the idea of cutting out the refined sugars and processed carbs. And in the spirit of full transparency, my immediate response was no, uh, because that meant cutting out bread. And trust me, our bread maker used to get a really good workout multiple times a week. But, and this is a critical piece, I didn't tell myself that I was going to change and give up bread. I said I would test it and see what happened. Now, once I tested it and my back pain went away, it seemed like a complete no-brainer to me. Why wouldn't I change? And by the way, that notion of testing versus changing is something that I'll explore in a future episode because it's one of the things that I've seen in coaching when we're kind of resistant to change. And let's face it, we can be. Don't tell yourself you're to change. Ask yourself to test it. You'll be amazed at the difference in results, but I'll explore that more later. Okay, so strategy number two, take yourself out of it. When it's personal, the stakes are sometimes high and that can get in the way of us thinking as expansively and as creatively as we might otherwise be able to do. So instead of thinking in terms of what other options do I have, think about it in terms of a friend or a colleague is coming to you with this situation and they want help brainstorming options and ways of seeing it. List out every option that your friend might have. Do not judge the option or censor during this time. This has worked for me and it's worked for people that I've coached and it's a remarkable tool. And once again, to be completely transparent, I learned this once from my coach some 25 years ago. I was amazed then how well it it worked and how well it continues to work. Strategy number three, include others whom you trust. When back in 2003, you know, you probably know this story, but I collapsed and and it was a bad illness. One doctor told me that I had only a 3% chance of recovery. And I was about 18 months into that recovery. And I'd gotten to a point where I wasn't in bed every day. And that seemed like a major victory because for the first, you know, months and months, that was my life. On my good days, I could even, you know, after 18 months, I could go out for a very short walk. And this state had become my normal. And because it wasn't as bad as what it once was, I wasn't spending every day in bed, it seemed pretty good. And now looking back, of course, it's completely horrifying and scary. And, but a friend of mine at that point recommended a new doctor that she had found, Dr. Barb. And At this point in my journey, I had been to so many doctors. I mean, 
I lost count of how many doctors I had seen. And there's a part of me that thought, what is this doctor going to tell me that I haven't heard already? And I was talking over with Rick and he said, whatever you decide, you know, of course I'll support you. And I wonder, is where you really are, you know, is where you are really good enough or is it at least worth exploring if there are any more answers? And I cannot tell you how incredibly grateful I am for gently, compassionately, and lovingly posing that question because Dr. Barb was the first doctor in 18 months who said, I have treated what you have and you can get well again and you can get your life back. And had it not been for Rick, I may have stopped one answer shy. That's why having someone in your corner that you trust and someone who can show up without any attachment to their own agenda can be of tremendous benefit in these times. I am so lucky to have Rick. And it's also why over the years, I've had a coach that I trust. I really value having that sort of unbiased and trusted thinking partner. So if you want to put this to work for you, start with really looking at the answers in your life, those things that you have decided. And sometimes we decide by default about how things are, where we are, who we are, and why we can't do something. Really tune into your inner dialogue. When you find yourself rationalizing something or explaining it away, pause and challenge yourself and then use those three steps above. You might be surprised at what you find. That wraps up today's episode. If you are getting value from this podcast, I hope that you'll please continue to share it with others. And no matter what happens this week, make sure that you rise and thrive.